let's listen to really smart people, <laughs> take what they have to offer, and use it as our own. Kind of how we got through school. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. We're back. So today, that was yes, just lame. I know. You, you want to do it over? That. Yep. Okay. That was terrible. You got any good idea? Yeah, you back. Go. <laughs> Sound like you're still <laughs> your professor. <laughs> just keep going. We just we'll ease into this just thing. Ease into it. Yeah. I Missed mean, the second one of the day. We're feeling loose. It is. Yeah. We we'll just wasted an up. hour of our life. You did. Although I feel like sometimes those are the best things. Like I feel like we always should be recording, and we never are. And yeah. I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, that last twenty minutes, that would have been good. It would have been it's good for we, clips. We saved. We got one. Yeah. Um, so yesterday I'm doing a talk at a company yeah. on nutrition, supplements, all the things. Blah, blah, blah. We have a procedure in place for said, um, I've been asked to do a talk and then somebody approved said talk. <laughs> <laughs> you were on the emails. You remember? I was, I was, uh, but you were gone jetting. That's what, but they said, no. Hey, Nick, I know Jason's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And speaking of, we, we have a paid gig on the table. Remember we need to get our. Stuff together. Paid. Paid gig. Said, we want you to come speak. Let us know how much it'd be. Where's that? No, you can't say. I can't say. I already told you. I know, but I forgot. Oh, you can say you. it. I can blank it out. Yeah. So that's it. We're on the map oh, now. Oh, Paid I do gig. know now. Mm -hmm. We're several hundreds to thousands of dollars per hour. I think so. She didn't know how expensive we are. Yeah. Well, she's going to find out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she doesn't know how many followers we have. That's on right. Simplified. She familiar with the podcast? <laughs> so anyway. I'm hey, wait. Oh. No, keep going, and then I'll say it. Okay. So anyway, I'm doing this talk, and, you know, nutrition, exercise, you know, just kind of a general health one, and it's inevitable, and I feel like our listeners will really relate to this. Several people come up af uh, afterwards, and we're just talking about health and wellness and things to do, and there's always the comment that says, yeah, you know, I, you know, I turned 50, and they grab their belly and start jiggling it, and they're like, you know, it's just... My metabol you know, your your metabolism slows down, so I know I need to do something. And obviously their heart's in the right place. Yes, I want to start exercising, but there's always undoubtedly this thing that people are like, I know I'm getting older, my metabolism's slowing down. That's why I have a belly. Did you do you, what how do you I, handle I, this? Very nicely. I didn't launch back at him. I mostly just laughed and yep, that's it. Talk to talk to Kristen, get signed up and yeah, we'll, we'll take care we'll of help you. Mm -hmm. We'll help yep, your decreased yep, metabolism. Let us know how we can help. Yep. Okay. But anyway, it got me thinking that I thought it would be a good topic for a podcast. I think people, I, I don't know that it's going to be a super long one. Maybe it will be. But the fundamental question of, does your metabolism slow down as you age? How much does it slow down as you age? Okay. What's the difference between men and women? Ooh. And things like that. Is Metabolic this going to be one of those, like when you thought women get as much gains in the gym as men muscularly? It, it's actually very similar. And you're, so we're going to be in a fight? We, we might. A debate. I don't know where this is going. So Hey, wait, before that. Okay. I think you forgot to tell. I, I, I like that you're modest. But didn't you get asked for a framed autographed picture of the simplified podcast i did yeah yep so we we're starting to get requests yep hey somebody yeah, wants well, a, hey if a you'd a quit pick. hiding yeah i mean you'd be on there too yeah uh, yeah Zach, you're gonna yeah, be honest yeah. we need somebody to come in snap a pic we'll autograph it and we got a good christmas present coming for somebody. yes okay yes <laughs> frame optional that's an extra charge that's it yeah frame not included <laughs> you guys are gonna lose money on this deal <laughs> yeah, for sure I told him we'd we'd get him one. Can it be like the uh, 
the picture in Bad Boys 2 of the guy and his family behind, like, you yes. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just a big, giant one. Like, yeah. those are cheap now. I think so. Those big ones? Yeah. All right, we'll do it. It's come down and cost a lot. So, I got a study out of the journal Science 2021. Title of the study, Daily Energy Expenditure Through the, through the Human Life Course. Ooh. Big study. Over 6,000 subjects looking at their total daily energy expenditure and over 2,000 subjects looking at their BMR. So a quick refresher. Your BMR is just how many calories you burn at rest. Laying in bed, eyes open, but you're not doing anything. That's your basal metabolic rate. How many calories do you need just to sort of quote unquote keep the lights on? Not to be confused with your total daily energy expenditure, which is your BMR plus how much you move around. Eating. Exercise. Right. Yep. That's your total daily energy expenditure. So they were just looking at that over the course of their life. So what this study found was they looked at males and females aged eight days, so newborns, to 95 years old and, you know, everything in between. Um, They used, uh, like, they used a technique that we won't talk about because it's boring, but doubly labeled water where they drank it and they Mm -hmm. can monitor how much, you know, how many calories you're burning and all that stuff. And what they found, which probably won't surprise you, is total expenditure increased with with fat-free mass, a.k.a. lean mass, in a power law manner, whatever that means. (laughs) Fat-free mass adjusted expenditure accelerates rapidly in newborns to roughly 50% above adult values to at about one year. So basically, when, as soon as you're born, there's a really rapid increase, declines, and then it kind of starts declining slowly to adult levels by roughly 20 years old. Damn. Here's a big takeaway. From roughly 20 years old through the age of 60, it remains stable. What do you say to that? Does it remain? Even during pregnancy, then declines in older adults. So from age 20 to age 60, your total daily energy expenditure really doesn't change that much, if at all. Your total or your BMR? Caught him. Fat-free, lean mass adjusted expenditure. So they they adjusted it it because they wanted to. I knew it. They always want to do a study and make it look good for them. Well, what do you mean by that? Because you have to take into account... That's one of the takeaways is you have to take into account how much lean mass you have. Yes. Because that's one of the big drivers of your metabolic rate. Yes. Right? That's right. Yeah. So lean mass adjusted expenditure is what they're talking about. So then I also wonder if they're looking at TDE. It's total expenditure. It okay, is yeah, TDE. It's total. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's total. So it's total. As people start to lose mass, are they also moving less? Does that make sense? Yes. So is it a combination of muscle mass loss and movement? I'm not moving as much? Well, the the first takeaway is up until the age of 60, your total daily energy expenditure doesn't really change that much. Did you know that? No, but I don't believe it. Why? Yeah, why? Why you always got to be like that? Like, well, first I come off, in with all these interesting off, studies and have, all you ever say really, is I don't believe it. We have really good data to support at what age, Nick? Do people start to lose muscle mass significantly? Oh, significant. I mean, once you cross 40, yes. it's going to start Starts, going yeah, down. It, you're basically maintaining at best mm-hmm. unless you're doing something extraordinary. 
extra supplementation. So I would say from that standpoint, I would have a hard time believing that somebody in their after 50, their total daily expenditure is the same as somebody is the same as when they were 40 years old or 35 years old, Okay, especially 25 years old. Especially if you look at the total daily is different. Like I think there's a lot of people that we know personally that were exercising in their twenties. And then as life gets on and they have kids, they stop exercising and that shit hits the fan. I was thinking like the majority of the day, like what are they going to be doing? And it's probably the same job for that extended period of time. That could be true. So then it shouldn't fluctuate much. Yeah. But as people get older, they get into more yeah, sedentary jobs too. The articles he brings in here sometimes. I, I, I think this is legit. <laughs> From age 20 to age 60, your total, your fat-free mass adjusted expenditure, your lean mass adjusted expenditure goes up. It, like as an infant until whatever, but then basically from 20 to 60, it remains pretty stable. Now, your amount of lean mass is going to start changing. Yes. And you, maybe you get fatter. But mm-hmm. the whole, like I think the whole takeaway is, sir or ma'am, you are not getting fatter because your metabolic rate is slowing down. Yes. Like, so their BMR adjusted for lean mass is staying the same. Right. I was surprised at the TDEE though, because you would think people are moving less as they age. I think they are. So here, I'm reading it. I mean, it sounds like total expenditure increased with fat-free mass in a power law manner with four distinct life stages. Fat-free mass adjusted expenditure accelerates rapidly in neonates, declines slowly to adult levels by roughly 20 years, remains stable in adulthood 20 to 60 years, even during pregnancy, then declines in older adults. That's the takeaway. Yeah, I think that. So I, I so you, what you wanted to say in this is that hey, unless you're over the age of sixty, your metabolism metabolism has probably been the same. Yes. you gaining weight. Yeah, is, is either is, is you're eating move, too much yeah, or you're right. not moving enough. Right. Yeah, your basal metabolic rate is. But is nobody wants there. that. We all want to feel good about ourselves. I know. That's what I mean. I'm nice when I talk to these people. Yeah. I But I'm what I'm saying is I could fire back and be like, that's totally false. And once you get to 60 and over, how much, according to this study, which they did a pretty good job, like as nerdy a way of measuring it as you can, how much do you think it decreases per year after the age w- of 60? So I don't know why there's a magic number of 60, but I would say there's it can't be a lot. Like, is it less than a percent? Or? Yes. 0.7% per year. Yeah, that's what it makes sense. So that's what I mean. Even once you're over six, let's say you're 65. Oh, my metabolism slowing down. Like, yeah, I would believe that, but like probably not as much as you think. Yeah, it might be slowing down based off of you haven't kept your muscle mass up. Right. That's the big takeaway. By 90, like let's say you make it to 90 years old, your metabolic rate may have declined about 25%. That's what the study says. So it's like, yeah, by the time you get to 90, it's probably significantly down. But I think there's people running around at the age of 50 thinking their metabolism is probably down 25%. And it's like, that's not true. And I I wonder, is there a reason they think even to 90 that the metabolic rate is slowing down? Like, it doesn't make sense to me if it's adjusted for lean mass. Like, why do we? Why does BMR slow down? Is it just less cellular turnover at that age? Like, there's just, you only have so many stem cells producing and... Yeah, good question. I don't know. Like, in the analysis I was listening to and reading, I don't, they didn't really comment on it. Because I, but I feel like everybody would agree. Like, yeah, once you get that old, it's going to be down. I mean, you would think a majority of our metabolism, our BMR is coming from cellular processes, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think I would think a lot of that cellular process besides nerve synapses would have to be bone marrow 
production of immune cells, stem cells for whatever they're going to be, yeah. right? I think it's got to be a pretty direct correlation of just, we know even with training, once you get old enough, your muscle mass is still going to go down. Yeah. We're just trying to limit how hard and fast it does. So it's got to be a cellular turnover issue, right? Like yeah. there's, there, you're because not, I think you're not you're producing losing, enough. Yeah. As an adult, the biggest, the biggest thing that requires energy is skeletal muscle. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, as that goes down, it's going to go down. Want to know another big takeaway of the study? I would love it. That's that's probably going to make you storm out of here. <laughs> when fat-free mass, again, another way of saying that, lean mass, so muscle mass, was equated between men and women, no difference. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I would agree with that. So it's the same thing with what my argument was in the uh, putting on muscle and burning fat. In an absolute sense, men's... Uh, you know, metabolic rate is higher than women's. When you equate, but the, the way that all that explains that is the difference in muscle mass. Right. When you equate on a gram for gram basis how much muscle mass you have, there's no difference. Right. This is where I think that isn't, doesn't tell the whole picture of body composition though, is I still believe there's a hormonal process in women and probably can be turned on in men at times that causes them, even if their calories are equated for they still don't, they have a very hard time losing body fat. Do you think it's it's because, so like you wouldn't agree that the reason for that is just because they have less muscle mass? To well, no, I, th I think that is true too. But I think like what we've talked about before, we have women coming in that are eating well below their yes. caloric needs, right? Like mm -hmm. they should be losing a pound a day, but, mm -hmm. or whatever, every two days. Mm -hmm. and, and they continue not. to gain weight. And something's driving that process, whether it's BMR slows, but I don't know if it does. Like I would, I'd like to put them on some of our uh, oxygen quotient like machine and see, like, really, what is your BMR? Because I would say, I would guess it's still high enough to be there. Then what causes this flux to switch? And you see it way more in women than than men. Yes, like is it estrogen? And do you want to know something else that will really blow your mind? What? And maybe you've already heard this, so it might not blow your mind, but. Um, in this study, the one I just said, and I looked at another study titled uh, Energy Metabolism in Human Obesity, that obese subjects have a greater ba basal metabolic rate than lean controls. Dude. So their metabolism is actually higher. Because there's more lean, mass. There's more moving, mass. Yeah. Right, right. But again, I feel like it's a common misnomer. Would you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, I'm, you know, I'm struggling with my weight. My metabolism's slower. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's actually not. Yeah, but I wonder, like, after we've talked about uh, some of these uh, GLP-1 medicines, yeah. like semi-glutide and Wagovian and those, remember they, they talk about insulin goes up potentially. Mm -hmm. In the short term, and yeah. And then we see this, this issue with ghrelin. Like, I think there's something we'll find someday where one of those molecules, it's not just an appetite suppressant, it's doing something from a biochemical standpoint to, to shift fat flux. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't Seems, know why. No, I agree. Like working with enough people over time, there is just a, there are people that seem to be doing everything right. And when you check their blood work, all the hormones seem to be fine. And it's just like, they're not losing weight, mm -hmm. you know? And if anything, it's going the other way. And I think it tends to affect women more than men. Yeah. But they're well under the influence of female hormones way more than we are. Right. So right. I just don't, I don't know.
It's weird. Did you see the new drug they came out with? I just got approved by Lily. I saw your. They said it'll be the text. the biggest uh, drug of all time. So I wonder what it is. We have to, you know we'll have to do is? an episode. No, I didn't look into it, but I think okay. we need to do an episode on it. We'll deep dive. But they said it'll put Ozempic and Wagovi and all those out of business. Like they I wonder need. if it's just Manjaro for and fat now loss, just for weight, weight loss, loss, just yeah. like Wagovi was for Ozempic. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I filled out the form online, just wanted information on it. <laughs> See if they'll send you some. <laughs> yeah, I want a sample. <laughs> so, yeah, That's I just wanted to so, do. So, it's all a myth. It's all, it's all made up. It's all, it's all made up. Yep. Your, your, metabolic, your, your metabolic rate really doesn't slow that much over adult, through adulthood until you get to about the age of 60. And even then, past 60, it's not dropping that quickly. Yes, once you get to the age of 90, it's probably going to be a little bit more significant. But the bottom line is the reason you're doing this is because you're losing muscle mass. You're not moving enough. Women and men have pretty similar metabolic rates when you equate for lean mass gram for gram. Yes, men have a higher absolute one. And obese subjects generally have a greater met- basal metabolic rate than lean people because they're hauling more mass, even though you would assume, oh, my, meta- my metabolism is slower. That's why I'm yeah. obese. And it's, I don't think people not. really understand what metabolism is. It's just well, yes. my metabolic rate. Yeah, right. I think hormones, one of the things hormones or whatever that would go to like support that is like if you've ever seen somebody that was like morbidly obese and then like loses a ton of weight and then you look down at their calves and you're like, man, you got giant calves. Oh, like, yeah. Right. You need a lot of muscles yeah. to support that. Even, I mean, even so we have a 3D infrared body scanner. Um, so people can come in and it scans them and it reads your, uh, you know, your lean body mass, bone mass, fat mass. And even people who are morbidly obese, it's like, you realize they have a lot of lean mass, you know, like, yes, they also have a lot of fat mass, but some of these people that are really, really big, like they have more lean mass than I do, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it makes sense. Well, like, I, think I guess you, when you're looking at this, you have to, it's like, you know, building a bridge or something you're, it's holding a lot of weight. You have to have a structural frame to be able to do that at some point or something collapses. Hey, interesting on a side note, but kind of not really had somebody come in who right before they came in to do a scan, they went and got a DEXA scan, (laughs) went and got a DEXA scan, then hightailed right over here, didn't need anything and came and did a body scan. Got it. Yep. So we could compare when I switched it to the advanced function, you know, instead of the basic Almost identical. Wow. A mm-hmm. little bit off. Can uh, you tell me uh, age? She was young. So female, young, 20s. Yeah, just graduated college. Yeah. Which you wouldn't think that would be as easy to. So she was like, you would look at this girl. She's probably, like Zach said, mid-20s, 120-some pounds, maybe 130-some pounds, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like. Uh, a little blown away because her DEXA scan said her body fat percentage was a little over 30%. That a was, hair over. Yeah, I bet. Right? And I said, actually, that's pretty good for, for a female. And then when she went and scanned, uh, it was probably like half a percent off, like half percent difference, mm-hmm. so still pretty darn close. But the total fat mass was almost identical. It, there was a difference of 0.4 pounds. Wow. So it was really like, I was like, all right, well, this makes and, me feel a little better us, because like, everybody's so always like, this is way off. Lean, oh. lean mass had to be really close. Then so as I well. didn't check lean mass, but I checked body fat percentage and total so fat So it, ha- it have to be. It have to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So we anyway. Did, we did it on my son the other day, and I don't think they've figured out the under maybe 20 or 18 or whatever demographic. Either that or like, what did it say your son was when you switched it to the advanced? The advanced said he had like 28% body fat. And then when we did the basic, he had like, 11 point something and yeah. he has a 
full six pack. Like yeah. he's he's closer to ten percent than thirty. Or is it there's just a massive like society doesn't really understand that even you can be lean and shredded, but your body fat percentage is still higher than you think it is. Nick. You know what I mean? Like this girl was 125 pounds. Yeah, but this is what I'm telling you. I think I, I spent four years doing underwater weighing testing yeah. in a lab. And caliper testing. Okay. That there is um, no way he's above 15%. I'll tell you that. Only one way to settle this. Across the street. Yeah. Dexa. Our, uh, our CFO said we can come over and do it anytime. They're trying to get really? some numbers for him. Correlated. They'll do it. Okay. They'll even do some testing on for maybe some free scans. Because, yeah, she said it. Uh, this girl that came in did it said uh, over there. It took like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just lay there and it kind of yeah. goes back. So anyway, forth. I'm telling you right now, no way in hell. Um, like 30% for a male is fat. Yeah. I think what's weird about that, like kids, like baby fat, talking about all that stuff, it probably has, doesn't have that built into the algorithm. I don't Does think that makes maybe he just doesn't have a lot of lean. Like again, cause he's not totally matured yet. Maybe there's just not a lot of lean mass. No, you know, it's, I don't think it can correlate athletic body types at that age. Yeah. That's the problem. I feel like, he's like gonna his, go get a Dexa and it's going to say exactly what the scanner says. His face is probably not as like slim as somebody at 30 years the old face maybe would be, but yeah, I mean, if you can see uh vasculature yeah. in your chest and abdomen, yeah. then you're, you're really lean and the dude has a huge butt. So I maybe think that's it, where he's carrying you know, it. Yeah. Like you know, junk in the trunk. Oh, hell, junk in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Is that time accurate? No. Okay. So I, I think, um, I think it's still it, but I think if we looked into the testing of that, it probably says it, it did studies on the ages of blah, blah. To yeah, whatever. I would agree. Like, I, I'm just arguing with you just yeah. for fun. But I, I generally agree with you that I feel like once you, like when you're, yeah, the the age, I don't think it's figured out the younger crowd super accurate yet. No. Because even the last time he did it, he was had 0% on one and he had like 30 or 20 something on the other. But would you agree with this? In general, in general, not saying your son specifically, but in general, people think that their body fat percentage is less than it probably actually oh, yeah. is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you took any random person and said, what do you, like a, any random fairly lean adult and said, what do you think your body fat percentage is? And then you made him go get a DEXA scan and you could see what it actually is. There's going to be a pretty significant difference. Okay. 100%. Okay. No, I agree with that completely. I don't think the average person, well, like we get this all the time. Like my wife just did hers mm -hmm. and it was really good for what a female at 40 should be. Yep. And she doesn't even know enough to know enough and things like, oh my God, it's awful. Yeah, right. But the average, like even somebody that works out on a regular basis, not like a, uh, somebody obsessed that's really doing everything correctly, but yes. for... A male to be under twenty percent as adult is, especially in America, is pretty lean. Mm -hmm. Yes, so for sure. For a, for a male to be fifteen percent or less is like is, you're not doing that accidentally, probably. No, <clears throat> or you're right. just really obsessed Genetically with it and have some genetic. That. Yeah, right. Because yeah, on, on our scanner for that lady that came in who was in her again mid twenties, I can't remember her exact weight, hundred twenty some pounds, I think. It classified her as fit. Yeah, you know, it labeled her fit even though her body fat percentage was little over 30, yeah. you know? So it's like, look, and that's why she was like, I can't believe it was over 30. I'm like, look, it says you're fit. Like, you just don't understand. Like, that's good. Yeah, you know? I think for uh, women, it goes up to maybe 32 and a half or 33 yeah, for fit. something like that, right. But especially after your, uh, your puberty for a female, your body's holding on to some fat tissue in places that it has to. Right. That's going to make that number go up significantly. Right. So, yeah, but no, that's I interesting. Just it was I, good. That's like, phenomenal. It was. I was like, you are the first person who's ever done. Now, granted, it's only an N of one, but like literally went and got it, 
Didn't eat or drink. Like came right over and scanned, and it was like, oh wow, all right, yeah, pretty close, Sweet. pretty darn close, almost identical. We had an employee that did that who's really mm-hmm. lean. Yeah, same. Um, that was a co- collegiate athlete, and she came back and she was like at thirty one percent or thirty or something. Yeah, and she was so upset. Yeah, right. I'm like this is good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, I think it just speaks to I don't think people really understand, and I think a lot of it is in a lot of gyms. There are other scanners that are more widely commercially available that I just think aren't the most accurate. And so it leads people to believe like, oh, I went to the gym and got a scan and it said I was 15% body fat. It's like, I'm sure it did, but I don't know how I Yeah, so is. the bioelectrical impedance, the standard deviation of air is pretty significant. Right. So. I would agree. So anyway, your, your metabolic rate doesn't slow that much. Once you get over 60, even then it's pretty slow. So take that to the bank. Perfect. All right, I like that. Awesome. Uh, we got to find another excuse now, but. Yeah, right. Nobody's going to like hearing that, but yeah. All right. We speak truth. Bring back a Fedra or Mal Hong and we're all fixed. Everybody go to www.thesimplifiedpodcast.com. All one word. Don't Google it. Just type it into your browser and subscribe to the newsletter. And if you need a scan, come on in. We should go go scan right now. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. The information provided on this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. No doctor-patient relationship is established by listening to this podcast. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast.